Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A charter school cannot avoid the consequences of violating the First Amendment. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. May I be the first to say this charter school gets a failing grade? It certainly does, Holly. This is a charter school in the District of Columbia, and there is a elementary school and higher grade school there, and right between them in that same vicinity is a Planned Parenthood abortion facility. And our client, Larry Sirignano, among others, um, and went there to raise the public's attention to the fact that this abortion clinic was coming. This was before it actually opened, but it was during the construction phase. And right, Larry, he, went, he did the research, and he went and saw the blueprints and saw what kind of building have all these sinks, and this has to be an abortion facility, and he was right. So on our press release that I have before me, uh, Larry is dressed in a white long sleeve shirt with uh, slacks and a tie, and he has a sign that is printed that he is holding, and he went there one time one time and he stood on a public sidewalk and he peacefully held a sign to let people know about this abortion clinic that's coming. And you know, I think his sign has a great message on it. It says, if you teach kids it's okay for moms to kill babies, don't be surprised when children kill children in the violence. Yeah, it's a great and, message. And he was holding that up uh, they're on a public sidewalk peacefully, not blocking traffic, not using sound magnification, nothing. And then he became a defendant in a federal lawsuit. It wasn't Planned Parenthood that filed the suit. It was Two Rivers Public Charter School that filed the lawsuit against him and others. And, you know, you think a school, unless there's some money going on under the table, you think a school would be concerned about having an abortion facility right across the street from elementary and middle school. Yeah, you would think so. Planned Parenthood, they wanted all of these individuals, and including our client. Like I said, he's only been there uh, one time. He had one visit going all the way back to November 23, 2015 where he appeared on a public sidewalk holding a sign raising awareness about abortion. And as a result, he became a defendant in a federal lawsuit filed by this Two Rivers Public Charter School against him to intimidate him and to force him into silence. Liberty Council agreed to represent Larry. We went to the lower district court where we filed what's called an anti-slap law. Slap is an abbreviation for a strategic lawsuit against public participation. In other words, what happens is these slap laws, as they've been called, strategic lawsuit against public participation is what it means. They have been used by entities, corporations, and in this case by the public school, to stop individuals, First Amendment free speech protesting or bringing awareness to whatever company or entity 
that they're considering. That came up in one of our other cases regarding the sidewalk counselor, didn't it, in New York? It did, yeah. And so what they did here was the Two Rivers Charter School filed a slap lawsuit. In other words, trying to use the legal system to silence people's First Amendment protected speech. Hmm. Well, the District of Columbia passed what's called an anti-slap law that allows someone like Larry who is sued for exercising their First Amendment rights to file a motion against the plaintiff, in this case, to file a motion against Two Rivers Public Charter School, arguing that there is no basis in the law and that the only reason for this lawsuit is not some legal violation, but they're just trying to strategically file a suit to prohibit his public participation in protected free speech. Hmm. So what happened is we filed that anti-slap motion under the anti-slap law. And when you win uh, such a, a motion, uh, you are entitled to attorney's fees. So we filed the motion. The charter school should have gotten a clue and they should have just dropped the case. But instead they continued to insist that Larry be silenced, and they did not respond favorably to our anti-slap motion against this case. Well, the lower court found a number of different provisions in our favor, but ultimately concluded in favor of the Two Rivers Public Charter School. I argued this case at the District of Columbia Court of Appeals going all the way back to March of 2020. It was the last in-person oral argument that I presented before all the COVID lockdowns. And it was a panel that was very receptive. Uh, we thought it would be a, a slam dunk that they would win, that we would win unanimously at the Court of Appeals as we left the court. Uh, but two years went by before the District of Columbia Court of Appeals actually rendered its decision. And it was unanimous. More than two years. And it was unanimous, three In to zero. Favor. It was unanimous, three to zero, that reversed the lower court ruled in our favor, and ordered the lower court to dismiss the lawsuit. So that was a great victory for us. Then what we did was we filed under the D.C. law to have attorney's fees and costs awarded against this school for their unlawful actions. And now what happened is the charter school came back and said, well, you know what, they're immune. They're immune because they are part of the District of Columbia. And the District of Columbia is immune from these kinds of lawsuits. Well, the fact is, they're not part of the District of Columbia. The case law and the statute specifically over and over and over and over again specifically states that charter schools are not part of the District of Columbia, and they have no immunity like the District of Columbia would have from these kinds of cases. The lower court that ultimately ruled against us uh, in the first place, they came back uh, with a decision recently, and that lower court said that it agrees with us, the school is not part of the District of Columbia, that in fact we should prevail. And it's not immune. We're not, that's not immune rejecting all the substantive arguments of the Two Rivers schools. You can't make it up and say that it's immune. <laughs> and then and then they said that presumptively we're entitled to attorney's fees. But then you know what it did? Said, but under these circumstances, 
I'm not going to award you attorney's fees. I'm just going to give you cost. Here's a little hat tip. <laughs> here's a here's a tip of $5,000 for your out-of-pocket cost. For all your trouble after how many years now? <laughs> yeah, and we litigated this since 2015, and I argued it at the Court of Appeals. And they say that we're presumptively entitled to attorney's fees, so the presumption is that we're entitled to attorney's fees, but they didn't want to award it against this charter school because it was just trying to protect its students. That's hogwash. Yeah. That is bias, and we're taking this up to the appeals court again because when the school filed the case, it made an intentional decision. It had no basis in law and fact, and that's in fact what the Court of Appeals ruled, number one. Number two, when we filed the motion to dismiss it under the SLAP law or anti-SLAP law, and they knew that that anti-SLAP law, they could be hit with attorney's fees. They continued to litigate. They continued to press it. Then they went to the Court of Appeals. They continued to press it. And then they argued, again, frivolously after they lost the case, that they're immune when the law clearly says they're not immune. The school doesn't do their homework, I don't think. <laughs> this is a school that has apparently been in the pocket of Planned Parenthood. And uh, this uh, judge... Um, had to rule for us on the merits and then tries to ultimately say, well, but we're not going to require the school to be liable. No, the school, when it attempts, or any government entity or any public entity, when it attempts to violate constitutional rights, there's a consequence for losing. There's a consequence for doing that and losing the case. We will hold this Two Rivers Public Charter School to be accountable. And this will go to the appeals court, This will go right? back to the District of Columbia Court of Appeals again. Uh, it's not a very fast-moving Court of Appeals, unfortunately, <laughs> but that's where we're going back to. That's D.C. Uh, They're kind of slow. We're going to continue <laughs> to pursue justice until we obtain justice at the final end of this battle. We are here to advance religious freedom, the sanctity of human life, and God's design for family. Go to Liberty Council's website to learn more about LibertyCouncilLC.org. That's LC.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. 407 875 1776